Hello and welcome to the Creative Times podcast. I'm your host, Kime, and I'm here to help you on your creative journey through the Creative Chance platform. And I hope you all had an amazing bank holiday weekend last week. I just thought, you know what, I'm going to go out, I'm going to enjoy the sunshine and I'm going to have a slushy. And that's what I did. Um, so there wasn't an episode last week, but we are back. And this week we're talking about Fiverr. Now, I just want to preface this by saying this is my opinion. Um, You know, I think we're all entitled to have our own opinions and some people may disagree and that's completely fine. That's your right. I just wanted to speak on how I view Fiverr as a platform and the fact that I don't like what I believe it's doing for the culture. Um, So I'm just going to speak on it. And I also want to reiterate the fact that I'm not bashing anybody who decides to use Fiverr. I'm just sharing my two cents. So the first thing that I want to make a note on is the fact that, well, I actually tried out the platform myself for about six months at some point in my career a few years back. And one thing I noticed was the fact that I felt pressure to compete on price. And I also want to apologize for background noise because I'm re-recording this in the middle of the day. Um, anyway, um, yeah, I felt like I had to compete on price. There was a lot of pressure because everyone was pricing their projects ridiculously long. And the fact of the matter is Fiverr presents itself as a company that focuses on providing high quality solutions at low prices. So the kind of clients you're likely to get on said platform are clients who are looking for high quality solutions at low prices because you end up having to churn out tons and tons of projects for very little in return. You get a pittance. And then you've got the added pressure of competing with this designer and that designer because everybody is pricing their services ridiculously low so that they can book clients. Because clients aren't going on there looking for premium price projects. They're looking for something that looks good and is cheap. Because that's what's been sold to them by Fiverr. The Fiverr marketing campaign has told them that this is what they can expect to see on the platform. And so being expected to conform, base my uh, pricing model around this, it didn't work didn't work. I was off of there after six months. I thought, you know what? No, because it felt like I was compromising too much of myself just to book a few clients. And you end up having to do a shitload more work because of the fact that you're pricing so low, just so you can compete with others on the platform. Now, this isn't to say that you can't charge higher prices. They do have a separate section called Fiverr Pro. But to get onto Fiverr Pro, the amount of hoops you have to jump through to get accepted for Fiverr Pro is ridiculous. The fact that you have to jump through hoops just so that you can charge appropriately for your design services, I personally think is a travesty. And something else I wanted to speak about is the fact that because it's such a pressure cooker, you're going to find that there are going to be sellers on the platform who are resorting to desperate measures just so that they can book clients. So you end up, you might end up with plagiarism. All right. You might end up with people claiming work that isn't theirs. You might end up with, um, and and the, the, the fact of the matter is five of themselves have said that they do not check. They don't check work for violation of copyright. Yeah. Which means that it's unmoderated. 
So how on earth can they guarantee high quality results for clients if they aren't moderating what's being uploaded? Because there are some amazingly talented designers on there, but there are also pixel pushers who will find random images on Google and claim that they've made those designs and that they're they're going to provide that same service for you as well. And it just brings the whole, it brings the, the creative industry steps backwards because it further perpetuates the whole, well, you know, I paid this much to this designer and they made this rubbish. And then I found out that it's already been made somewhere else on the internet and blah, blah, blah. Um, there isn't enough being done to moderate this, uh, all of this fraudulent activity on the platform. And obviously, yes, the sellers have to take culpability for this. But I also think it's a nod to the, the pressure cooker that the Fiverr platform has created. If you go on there now, you'll see some of the top rated sellers. They're selling premium logo packages, like four different versions and unlimited revisions for like 90 pounds and then they've got 15 orders in the queue waiting like how overwhelming is that so and then on top of that you've got 15 more waiting in the queue or 10 more orders waiting in the queue it's just non-stop work because the platform Fiverr it prioritizes quantity over quality no matter what they try to say, they try to make out that they're, they're prioritizing high value and, you know, um, high quality, but how they're not providing an environment that makes it possible for that to happen. I want to speak about a recent advert they, they shot where the protagonist was saying, oh, you know, um, why waste time sourcing designers independently when you can just go on Fiverr? You can just go on Fiverr and see who our top rated sellers are and just get your logos done there. And then they started to poke fun at um, independent boutique studios saying that they're overpriced, saying that they charge three times as much for the same gig. But it, the thing is, it's not the same gig, is it? It's not because... When you're hiring a designer of Fiverr, the entire discovery session process is eliminated, right? And that is a crucial part of any professional project. How on earth are you gonna be able to provide something that's qualitative and genuinely valuable to the client if you don't know why they need it in the first place? The fact that you're unable to have that discovery session, have that conversation beforehand, before anything takes place, completely it leaves you at a disadvantage because now you're going to be creating something that might look good but how are you going to know whether or not it's a right fit for the client how are you going to know exactly what the client needs you haven't been given the opportunity to have that conversation because all they need to do is click a few buttons and now okay you're booked to do the job you don't even know whether or not you're you're a good fit for one another you know, I um, actually tried to use Fiverr on one occasion last year to hire an illustrator because I wanted to outsource some work. Yeah, I, I try <laughs> never again. I found a designer on, uh, what's it called? Fiverr Pro. Because I wasn't about to, to scout around on Fiverr. I, I just didn't want to do it. I thought, you know what? If I am going to use this platform, I'm going to go for Fiverr Pro where people are charging uh, prices that I feel are a little bit more reflective of the kind of rates they should be charging. 
Um, well, I say should be. I, I don't want to say should be because that's not really, you know, uh, I would say rates that are more appropriate and more befitting and that represent the work that creators do. So I uh, found someone, the work looked good, but the onboarding process, the first part of the onboarding process, I was required to just answer, I think it was like, a, a, a it was a very surface level question that I was required to answer, but I found there wasn't enough room for me to correctly or accurately outline exactly what it is that I needed and why I needed it. So how on earth, I thought to myself, how on earth is this illustrator, sorry, not designer, how on earth is this illustrator going to provide me with something that is befitting when they don't even know anything, they don't know about my company, they don't know why I need these assets, they don't know what the theme of my company is, they don't know what our ethos is, do you see what I mean? Because that entire part of the process was completely trashed. It's been removed. So how on earth can Fiverr say, yeah, you know, we guarantee that you're going to get a high quality experience when they've completely taken out a crucial part of the process? You know, it just doesn't make sense to me. And furthermore, they were ridiculing people in the advert. They were ridiculing people who decide to go with these design agencies or design studios saying that, you know, they're paying triple the price. Ha ha ha. When you could just go on Fiverr. But for their recent rebrand, they did just that. They went ahead and they commissioned a design studio to do their entire rebrand for them instead of hiring a designer from their very own platform. Maybe it's because they don't trust their own process themselves. Maybe it's because they don't even trust the quality of the designers on their own platform. I'm just saying. They went ahead and they booked work with, and you know what? This isn't a dig at the studio who created the work. I think they did a really good job. You know, I think the branding looks good. But I, what I am speaking about is the fact that Fiverr basically did exactly what they were trying to ridicule people for doing in their own advert. And it just doesn't make sense to me. I find it quite ironic, actually. Furthermore, whenever you do take on projects for clients, Fiverr will shave off 20% off the top. So it's gone from being paid a pittance in comparison to what you might charge outside of the platform to a pittance at a deficit because now you've got a further 20% shaved off the top. Bon appetit. And then if you find yourself in a situation, yeah, where you've got a client who's an asshole, complete hat, and you, because <laughs> you know... <laughs> I don't know if this has happened to you guys, but have you ever found yourself, you're doing a project for someone and they become insufferable and you realise, you, you, I can't work with this person. It's not possible to see a project through with this person because they are completely disagreeable. They're completely uncooperative. They're not allowing me to do my job. So then you reach a decision where you're like, you know what, maybe, maybe I'm going to have to call time on this project. Uh, and that's why I always stress the importance of including clauses um, that stipulate these terms, you know, these kill fees and exit clauses. Yeah, exit clauses, you, <laughs> you, you need them. You need them for situations like this. But on Fiverr, you have to ask the client's permission to kill the project. And if you're, <laughs> if you're dealing with a disagreeable client, what are the chances of that going smoothly? Do, do you see what I mean? 
And then if you go ahead and just cancel the project anyway, then this is a strike against your name and you can face possible removal from the platform. So it's like, there's where's the protection for the designers then? Where's the protect, where's the security? Where's the regard for uh, um, the designers? Uh, do you know what? Let me say the creators, the creators' well-being and mental health. Where is the regard? The client will say, I want this done in 24 hours or I want this done in um, two days. There's no discovery session. So you've got to figure it out. And then if you produce um, ideas that they don't like, then they can just walk away from the project. I just feel like the way it's set up, there's no way you can thrive on there. There's no way you can thrive without burning out. Now, you know, some people might disagree. Some people might say, well, do you know what? I get a lot of clients from there. That's great. But um, personally, I feel like it's more um, beneficial to find a way to reduce the amount of projects you have to take on in order to make a living. Because that gives you more time for yourself. It gives you more time for creative development, personal development. It gives you more time to rest, right? So then you're not required to be on, 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 on all the time. Working in this way where you're having to charge ridiculously low rates because you, you need to be able to compete with others on the platform is just a surefire way to burn yourself out in the long run. You know, I mean... I guess as a starting point, it could be a good shout, I guess, as long as you have no intentions on staying there. If it's a case where you can, um, that's another thing. When I, I'm, I'm sure I read somewhere, now I could be wrong about this part, but I, I, I'm pretty sure I remember seeing somewhere that, um, or someone made mention of the fact that they were unable to take on a project from a client outside of the Fiverr platform. They were told that they had to process the entire transaction through the Fiverr platform and that they weren't allowed to take it on outside of the Fiverr platform. So if the conversation or the initial contact was made on the Fiverr platform, then apparently the transaction had to be made on the Fiverr platform as well. Now, do you know what? I'm gonna, um, I am gonna make a disclaimer about that last part I just said, because I might have to fact check that, but I, I feel like that's exactly what I was told a few months ago. But I, I do need to follow up on that. And maybe you guys can, you know, um, double check that as well. But um, I'm sure that's what I heard. And if that is true, I don't really see a point in personally operating on that platform. I wouldn't use it as a platform to generate income um, on a regular basis because of the way things are set up on there. And the fact that they shave off 20% of each sale, the fact that it doesn't really feel like there's much protection for artists and designers to begin with, it just feels very exploitative to me. I'll be completely honest. And the fact that they have omitted the discovery session process from the entire thing, it just makes me feel like they don't have a clue what actually goes into a professional design service. They don't have a clue what it takes. They don't have a clue about the strategy that needs to take place, the research, the conversations that need to be had in order to produce qualitative results. They've completely wiped that out and it opens the floor for miscommunication. Like what I was saying before, I um, when I went to hire someone from the Fiverr platform, 
They didn't understand what the hell it is I wanted. They didn't understand because there wasn't any, the only options I had at checkout were to answer a couple of questions. I didn't have any space to put the, the fact that I have a branding guide already with colors already set. I didn't have the chance to describe, you know, what my business is, what the, what it stands for, what I'm trying to do, what my goals are. You know, I didn't have any space to do that. So then naturally when the um, seller or when the creator got back to me, they still didn't understand what I was um, actually asking for. They didn't understand what I needed because the questions were all rooted in sort of visual aesthetics, the visual side of the process. Yeah, I mean, you can find someone who can create something that looks good on Fiverr for a cheap price, sure. But will it work? Is it form and function? You might fare better um, on Fiverr Pro, but again, the stipulations and the terms and the, the, the loopholes and the the hoops you have to jump through to be on that part of Fiverr is just, it, to me, it's not worth it. I'd sooner just go ahead and work on building that repertoire for myself and generating my own set of clients using the platforms that are available to me that don't require me to bend over backwards just to get paid properly for the work that I do. You know, we've already spent how many years in uni or how many years doing our own thing, trying to um, cement ourselves in the industry, fighting against um, nepotism and, and classicism and elitism as it is, without then having to jump through hoops just to charge something that will enable us to pay our phone bills at the end of the month. You know, it just reaches a point where it's like, when does it stop? And when will people stop exploiting designers and creators? What really, really doesn't sit right with me is the fact that the team at Fiverr are poking fun at those of us who are charging appropriately for our work, calling us pretentious and whatever the case may be. Oh, it's like taking a few steps back. Do you know what? It's bringing the creative industry steps backwards. That's what I feel. I honestly feel like that. And yeah, there's going to be some creators who disagree because some creators might be booking jobs on there and they might be making a living. Great. But like I said before, nine times out of 10, those designers have to be working constantly around the clock. They have to be taking on plenty projects. I think that was it because I've actually re-recorded this so many times, so many times, um, because there were little bits I wanted to add on, but I think that was the main bulk of what I wanted to say. Um, and if I'm, uh, if I, if I think of anything else while I'm editing this, then I'll probably just add it in. Yeah. I don't personally, I don't recommend torturing yourself by subscribing to their methods or the culture that they've created. I personally feel like it's harming the creative industry because it's upholding and perpetuating this harmful narrative that we should not, we should not be charging appropriately for the work we do. We should be grateful to receive anything. We should be bending over backwards. We should be working like octopuses for nothing, for pittance and then get 20% shaved off the top of that when we get it. I'm not for it. I'm not for the fact that their policies are protect, they're more protective of the client than the, the sellers or than the creators, you know? Yeah, I honestly feel like it's more beneficial to go the long route, try and build up those client relationships yourself, 
through your social media platforms, through LinkedIn, through, well, LinkedIn is a social media platform, but it's, uh, I don't really like LinkedIn, but it's, it's great for, <laughs> if you're looking for work, you know, it's a great platform. You've got the dots, you've got physical events. There's different ways that you can cultivate those client relationships without having to, you know, compromise yourself too much to the point where you're undercharging and severely discounting yourself to compete on price and um, line the pockets of people who are exploiting the industry. And their ads stink. I'm sorry, but I really think, how are you going to offend the people who are putting food on your table? You're cussing designers and you're you're ridiculing them, but you're, you're getting your pockets lined though. Hmm? Ha. Huh. But as I say, this is just my opinion. Um, you know, you might feel differently. That's completely fine. That's completely your right. Whatever you want to do is whatever you want to do. But I have been asked about my opinions on Fiverr. And so I took this opportunity to, to share just that. And, um, yeah. So I hope that was, um, interesting to listen to. And, uh, I will speak to you same time next week. All right. Take care. Bye.